I'm Carlo, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and this is my podcast. With this project, I want to explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, doing the things that light us up, things that make us feel like we're alive, growing, making a difference, and enjoying the process along the way. Welcome to It's the Journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Journey. So this is episode 21, and it's going to be a solo episode. So just me, no guest. And there's a few reasons I'm doing that. But before I get into that, I just want to, um, something I want to say that um, in addition to being uh, underwritten by Anchor, which is why I talk about that at the beginning of every episode, um, it's also in a, a majority way, underwritten by me. Um, this is so far, you know, I've been underwriting, which means I've been paying for the, the recording, the equipment, and all the fun things that go along with this. And um, uh, the way that I get supported is by growing my audience and building the number of people that are listening and the number of listeners and downloads and all that kind of fun stuff, which is why sometimes I remind people to to share where they can and to tell their friends. And if you could please go on and do a rating, those things make a huge difference. And then the other way is through my book. If you buy my book, and uh, obviously that that helps me, and uh, it's all part of it's all part of one project. So. Thank you. Um, there'll be a couple new ways that people can buy my book here pretty soon. Uh, pretty soon, meaning you know, sixty days. Again, I'm still working on the final editing of my audio book, so I have to listen to the whole thing, and and then I know there'll be some edits. Then we'll submit that to Audible, and hopefully that process. I don't know how long it takes them to approve. It, I've I've heard it can be fast or slow. So, so Audible. Hopefully June, late June, early July. I don't know. And possibly I might be in a physical book t- bookstore soon. I just submitted my book for review for Left Bank Books here in St. Louis in the Central West End. And you know, with the processes, you you fill out a form, you submit your book. Um, there's a little bit of a fee, and then they review it. And then four, five, six weeks, whatever, they'll let you know. Hey. You can put your book here and uh, put it for sale in a local bookstore. So this is my first one. I hope there'll be many more, uh, but this is all a new process and a learning process for me. So I will keep you up to date on that. So let's get back to this episode. Episode 21, solo episode. Why? Well, this week I hit a couple milestones. One was the this was the twentieth episode, which I was excited about, and also uh, I had hit a thousand downloads for all time. Now, of course, that's a super low number when you look at you know successful podcasts and things like that. But for me, starting from zero, I was excited, and so thank you all for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for all those fun things. So, what else? I wanted to talk about something from um, the end of my book in the epilogue. 
Uh, I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs because that sets us up for what I want to talk about. So if you've read the book, it's a refresher. If you haven't, it's a little bit of a sneak peek of the ending, at least. There's no spoilers, though. So epilogue. At the beginning of it, I always like to have a quote, and I'm going to read it because I like it. Experience is not what happens to a man. It is what a man does with what happens to him. Aldous Huxley. A lot has changed since I began this project nearly two years ago, almost three years ago now. Um, I wrote the bulk of this book at the table, at a table in a lovely cafe just down the street from my home. Uh, I just realized the book was blocking the camera. Um, so that was Fiddlehead Firm. So not, you know, I love lots and lots of cafes, lots of places I go hang out. That place is within walking distance and it was super quiet in, and I could go there at, you know, in the morning before I started my work day and sit down, put my headphones on and have lovely food with great people. And it just was a important part of my routine for, for knocking this out. I didn't have all the distractions of being at home and stuff like that. So that's where I did a lot of my work. And so let me get back to my writing. So I took great joy in strolling down the street to let my thoughts dwell on whatever I wanted to say before I actually sat down to write. I enjoyed seeing familiar faces as I placed my order before finding my workspace for the morning. I loved the ritual of unpacking my laptop with my notebook and ideas that I had jotted down uh, the previous day. I jotted on the previous day and put on my headphones to listen to my music as I worked to get my stories out of my head. All this feels like another lifetime ago as I sit here on the couch writing these last words. When I was writing those, it was August of 2020, almost a year ago now from then, crazy. <clears throat> and I haven't been to that cafe, or at that point, I hadn't been in six months. I've been more recently, but you, I'm still not eating there. It was just kind of get carried. Get, I'm, I'm happy though I can get takeaway, which is great. Um, I get loaf of bread there at least once a week. Like millions of others, I've been working from home since mid-March due to COVID-19, and there's no end in sight. Thank God there is now. I saw a comic in the New York Times recently where a man said to a woman, he wasn't sure if he was working from home or living at work, and I can absolutely relate. And I still feel that way. I just finally got my second dose, and I'm two, a week from now, I'm just going to start meeting people, and I'm excited about that. Um, 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 um. This grand timeout, I think that's the first time I said that, ha, um, that we're dealing with in various ways has helped me focus even deeper on who I am and what I want. The next step of the next steps of my life have become profoundly clear to me, and I find myself at the beginning of many new projects on a life-altering scale similar to what I've already shared with you. These projects are new to me and too personal to share just yet, but I'm excited to yes and them and follow the fun and see where they go. And that's where I'll end the reading because that's where I'm at right now. I'm finally ready to talk publicly about some things I've been working on since this time in August last year. Let's, let's, let's back up a little bit. 
So I've been in uh, financial services since I got an internship in 93. I began, I got my licenses in 1995, and that's when I began my career. And I've been doing it ever since then. And I went into it because I wanted to have a business. Um, I had studied finance. Planning was something that was kind of just a natural thing that I was good at and like to do. So it just all the pieces fit together. And it was a way for me to start a business without the capital required to like do a restaurant or anything like that. Uh, my, my cousin, uh, Steve, who's probably listening, has mentioned I've, I've said something about pieces a million times. And I don't, maybe, maybe that's something that's in the back of my head. But yeah, the restaurant was something I originally wanted to do, but I realized I didn't have the capital at 22, 23 years old to, to start a restaurant. And I had no experience doing it anyway. So this allowed me to start a business with virtually zero capital. All right, so I did that and I've done that for all these years and I went from working for a company to starting my own company with a partner to splitting up with my partner and having my own thing. And in March of last year, as COVID broke out, I moved into a new office with a five-year lease and was ready to like go at it. And when COVID hit and I started to have... Um, you know, work from home and start to have all these conversations with people again about the markets going nutty. And it really made me pause. It gave me the space to pause and think about how I want to spend the rest of my life. And it became super clear to me as I was not only finishing this book project and then beginning to think about the podcast that I didn't want to do that anymore. So the last the middle and last half of last year, I, I progressed with conversations I had been having with another firm that is going to, to take over and manage in my business after about March of next year, which gives me the freedom and time to do this on a full-time basis. Uh, I'm finally wrapping my head around the idea that I I like doing this and I I didn't just write a book. I am a writer and I am creating this podcast and I have so many ideas for more things I want to do and I don't want to keep doing them in my spare time and on the weekends and then feel like I have to justify how I'm doing that when people ask me um, you know, a fair question. Well, how do you have time for this? And I've been squeezing it in everywhere that I can. And I want to be able to give my heart to this. So I'm in the process now. The reason I can talk about this now is I've been uh, slowly reaching out and talking to all my clients and they're aware of what's going on and they're meeting the new team. And over the next, whew, I've been doing that since January, which has been exhausting because I've had some of these relationships for couple decades or more. I've watched kids grow up and get married and have kids of their own, you know, kids of my clients, I mean. And I've gone through marriages and births and deaths and divorces and business startups and business endings, happy or not, for lots and lots of people. And at this point, um, I've done what I think I can do with that in field and that industry. It's super important. Financial planning, I'm going to talk more about that in future episodes, is vital to a piece of your life. But that's not what I want to spend my life doing for the next however many 
years that I have, and none of us know. We have, we, none of us know how much time we have. So I've decided that that is not going to be my future. And it's scary. It's exciting. It's exhilarating. It's energizing. Once I really, 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 really wrap my mind around that and made the decisions and started setting things in motion, I got... That's where the energy really came from to, to launch this project the way I have. Um, that's why I'm able to work mornings and evenings and weekends on this thing because it doesn't feel like work. It feels like fun. And so I'm just, you know, I'm at the point now where I've spoken with all my clients and I'm introducing them to the new team. And that's what the rest of this time period is between now and the end of March. And when I'm done, um, you know, I want to be able to take this project on the road, you know, next year, next fall, my youngest son will be in college and I'll be able to be away more. I want to be able to travel. And just like I've been interviewing people here in St. Louis and with Zoom people around the country, and actually I've already had two interviews with people that aren't even in the States right now, but I want to be able to take that to Europe and I don't know where else. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. At this point, I don't know. So, so, but Italy is, a, of course, a big place. Um, I've got visions for other places in Europe that I want to go. And as I go and meet people, I want to be able to do podcast sessions with experiences on experiences that I've had and things that I've learned and examples, you know, more and more examples of people that I think are doing fun and interesting things. And, I, and, and are open to sharing those stories and that wisdom with me and you all. So that's my vision. That's what's got me excited. That's what I'm into right now. That's what I'm doing. So I am, I'm happy that everything just happened to converge with, um, I, I, I looked at that, looked at my, you know, that I hit 20 episodes. I realized I'd passed a thousand uh, listens, and then I start thinking about this this episode. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm ready to talk about phase two. People ask me, "Are you retiring?" No, this isn't retiring. This is phase two. I think I've mentioned, I think I mentioned that once. That when I think it was my first year or two in my business, I met this guy, and we did we did work together for a few years, and he retired. Well, he's retired. I'm already correcting myself. He was ending doing the work that he had done before. And I mentioned retirement and he's like, this is not retirement. I'm like, what? He's like, this is phase two. And I don't remember how old he was at the time. I think he was, he was in his fifties, but he had so many cool things that he was going to launch into that were quote work. They were difficult and complicated and involved lots of time and energy. But for him, it was fun and exciting and engaging, and that's what this is for me. I'm I'm going to keep doing things, and I I have got a list of other things I want to do and explore and learn and try and teach and con- things I want to contribute back to you know the the building where I live and my community. So yeah, that's where I'm at, and I'm excited to share that with everybody, and I'm excited and grateful that I have the opportunity to do this. Um, another quick update. I want to, I just want to say, you know, I've had kind of related to this. 
you know, with financial planning, I'm able to help people with money, which is a tool, but that's a how in life, not a why, not, not the deeper purpose or the deeper meaning. And um, as a quick example, you know, when I decided to write my book, I, because of the pain and everything I'd gone through, was able to write from a place of, of vulnerability that I previously would not have been able to do. And I was able to talk about things. And I did so with the hope that it would be helpful for other people who might be feeling something similar. And since the book was published, I've had seven people tell me that they were starting or exploring therapy for the first time in their life. And that if, if that's all that happened, if, if the book like disappeared and no one else was impacted, but those people actually were able to follow through with that and get experience and learn and grow, um, it would be maybe more impact than I've ever had from a financial planning standpoint. Because when somebody heals and, and, and grows, it impacts them, it impacts their children, it impacts their family, their friends in, in ways that will, will echo through society. And I'm not, I'm not like, say, hey, look at me. I'm just, this is what is lighting me up. I want to be able to have that kind of, I want to have a different kind of an impact for this next phase of my life. So the things that we do and the stories that we share impact and impact people. And that's why I've been so, so grateful about how many people have come on the show and been vulnerable and shared stories and shared their pain to let them know, like, it's okay. It's okay to struggle. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to fail and keep trying and look for help and ask for help and get help. So I'm probably rambling a little bit here. But that is what I wanted to share on this episode. So yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope that I hope that as we come out of this post-COVID world, that you and everybody will, will take a look at the things that you don't want to go back to, you know, ways, ways of living in that were maybe not adding to your life, not improving your life, not, not bringing you joy or happiness, and keeping some of the space that COVID opened up in our worlds. I know I am, I know... That's why I shared the story that, that without COVID, I wouldn't have made this decision when I made it. I had signed a five-year lease. I did, had no intention of, of altering the course of my work life and my personal life the way I did. But I did that because COVID, this timeout, gave me that space to make that decision, gave me the space to think, gave me the space to circle back to the tools that I used in my book. I circled back to meditation. I circled back to counseling I cir- or therapy. I circled back to my coach, Ellie, journaling, all the tools that I talk about in Afterlife, I circled back to those and that's what helped me open up and make this next big decision. And I hope, I hope that you can 
if you if you need them, I hope you will circle back to those tools and whatever else works for you to help you live on purpose, to help you say yes to the things that are calling you and help you enjoy your journey along the way. Thank you so much. 